You don't need a high-end designer or a lot of money to get a luxe look. Be your own interior designer with big design, small budget. Here's your host, Betsy Helmuth. When people call me for design services, the number one thing that they're stumped on is what their style is. They know what they like, they know what they don't like, but they have no idea how to make it come together. They have no idea what word would sum them up. And the whole point of design is to get style, to choose a focused idea and execute it so that it looks cohesive. And so let's get stylish. Let's search for style today. I'm Betsy Helmuth, and I'm going to help you discover your personal style and translate it to your space all in this one podcast episode. I know it's a lofty goal. All right, let's dive right in because I got an email from Jenna in Park Slope and she just wrote a very simple text, I don't know bunk about style. I hear you, Jenna. I hear that. So let me tell you what you need. You don't actually need a designer, even though you can hire me. Uh, What you need is inspiration. So first things first, I have five steps for getting you to your style. Step one, you have to learn the lingo. So in design, we have different words for different styles and you have to know what they mean. So that way when you're shopping or when you're putting things out there, you have a focused idea. Here are some different styles that you may be interested in or that may resonate with you because they're the most popular among my clients. The most popular style among my clients is contemporary, which just means it's of today. And of today, what's going on right now is not that traditional. What's going on right now is clean, cozy, approachable. Now, another style word that my clients often like is traditional. And traditional is a little bit of a throwback. It is a little bit more comfortable, curved lines, floral patterns. It's just more familiar to a lot of people who feel like maybe something current isn't quite who they are. Then there is transitional. And a lot of my clients feel that they're either contemporary or traditional, and they're actually transitional. So transitional is a fusion of contemporary and traditional, meaning that you like the clean lines of contemporary, but you feel like maybe you want that kind of cozy factor, maybe even a little bit of the formality that comes with traditional. So that fusion is some confusion for people. And then of course there's modern. So people use modern interchangeably with contemporary. They think that if they say my style is modern, that it means of today. And that's not true. Some people think of it as kind of a Euro style and the fact that it's very popular in Italy and France where everything is sleek, simple, a lot of lacquer, there's not a lot of ornamentation. It can be somewhat uncomfortable and it's super minimal. So when people say modern, it's not of today and I'm always having to mentally translate for myself, they don't really mean they want that minimalistic clean, lacquered look, they mean they want of today. So now you know to use contemporary when you're talking to your designer. A really big style that's so popular right now is mid-century modern, and that is a style that's reflective of the 60s, something that we saw a lot in Mad Men, tapered legs, fun fabrics, geometric patterns, and then we have rustic. Rustic is also really big right now. I feel like it could be a little bit trendy in terms of it being out in a few years, but it's 
connotations are that stuff is not really finished. So raw woods, raw metals, something that looks hand-hewn, not too manufactured, not polished. And then there's industrial, which has a similar vibe, but it's more factory-oriented in terms of having things that are metal and pipes and converted and they look like maybe they came from a factory, um, something industrial. So it is more industrial leaning, but oftentimes people fuse it with rustic. In other words, pipe legs on top of a hand-hewn table. And then there is glam. So another style that a lot of my female clients like is glam. They want a lot of mirrors. They want shag carpeting. They want it to feel super girly, super ornate, kind of taking it back to old Hollywood. And so that's another style, less popular, but it's got a whole lot of look. And you can read about every style in more depth in my book, Big Design, Small Budget, where I go through, I think, like 20 styles, and there's pictures and further descriptions. But first things first, Jenna, what is your style? And if those descriptions didn't trigger one for you, the next step is that you go to a website and find an inspiration photo or a series of them, but ideally not more than five per room. And my favorite places to go to look for style pictures are house.com, Pinterest, apartment therapy, LonnieMag.com, and I'll have links to this on my website, BigDesignSmallBudget.com. And when you pull those images that you find to be most interesting, gather them in a grouping, and then look at them together and say, what is the through line? Do I like couches that seem to have straight backs and straight arms? Or am I going for pieces that have a lot of pattern? Am I looking at things that have a lot of ornamentation? And that can kind of help focus you. Additionally, a lot of these websites, for instance, house.com, decorist.com, have quizzes that you can take to help guide you in terms of what you might be interested in. I find the quizzes to be only marginally helpful, but at least they get you thinking and they get you in the world of design. Step Three, Jenna. Now that you have your style word, now that you have a couple of images to back that up so you feel pretty comfortable in that style, you're going to Google search. You're going to type in whatever your style happened to be. Let's just say it was traditional. And then you're going to type in the piece you're looking for. Traditional sofa. And you're going to do Google search. Now you could either search under Google images or Google shopping. But when you search, are you finding things you like? Like is that whole page filled with couches that you could see yourself buying. If so, you're on the right track. So then you might Google search traditional dining table. And yes, I do like all those dining tables or at least three quarters of them. I think this could be my style. And maybe if you press Google shopping, you might see one that you could actually buy. So I want you to take those pictures of things you might actually buy and I want you to create a mood board. I know it sounds daunting, but there's lots of good websites on which you can create mood boards. Pinterest, but there's also this great one I just found out about. Oh, it's called sampleboard.com and it looks super approachable and they have a free 14-day trial and I think I'm going to sign up just because I like making mood boards and Pinterest has some limitations that I don't love. And plus, joining stuff can be kind of annoying. And then there's Evernote, but there's lots of different ways where you can see lots of different pictures in one clip. You can even cut and paste the images and put them into a Word doc, which is sometimes what I do if I'm in a hurry. Last thing. This is your last step, Jenna. You already know your style. You already have a few pieces that you're interested in, but you won't really know if you like that style until you go shopping. You need to go to the store. 
because when you're looking at mid-century furniture, you may feel that that's really what you like. You may feel that when you saw that in the pictures, it totally resonates. But when you actually go to the store, you will find that mid-century modern is a little bit stiff. Their chairs are not overstuffed. The back is usually quite taut. It's not necessarily a couch that you're going to curl up and read War and Peace in. It may be a couch where you have scotch on the rocks and talk about JFK. I don't know. So keep in mind that you're going to be living on this stuff. And also when you're talking mid-century modern, you're talking sometimes a few antiques mixed in. And by antiques, I just mean vintage pieces, but you know. And when you incorporate vintage pieces, a lot of times there's a little bit of wear and tear. There's a little bit of patina to them. So you want to be thinking about that. That's a true mid-century modern style. A little bit of a wear and tear sometimes. Sleek lines that aren't necessarily the most comfortable. Now, if you feel like maybe rustic is your style, I want you to go to a store. When you do that Google shopping, what stores popped up for you in your area? Wonderful. Go check out rustic. And West Elm has a lot of good rustic stuff that you could check out because you will find that you may not love it in person. What looks good on the screen actually causes splinters when you sit down at your dining table and move your elbows. A lot of times there's nails that are exposed. For instance, West Elm has this rustic dining table. It is gorgeous, but there are nails that are just stuck in there and it has no finishing whatsoever. So when you brush past it with your sweater, it might snag. So think about really living with this style and imagine yourself here because while the textures are cool, they come with a livability factor. And for instance, if you feel that you might be modern, sort of that sleek, minimal aesthetic that we were talking about, the pro is that it's going to be crisp and clean. The con is that, you know, you can't have a lot of stuff. If you want to have tchotchkes from your travels, they're not going to work here. If you want to sit on a bow concept couch, it's going to be low. It's going to be tight. It's going to be challenging to live with. So find your style, find a store, and make sure that it feels good and not just looks good. Design. TMI. I'm going to give you a little TMI now because that's what I do. That's what I do at the end of my show. I overshare. And I have been oversharing about my house a lot lately, but it's just what's on my mind. So my house is a craftsman style house, which is... Typically, um, got a lot of wood to it. Typically, it's got stained glass. Typically, it's got a very sturdy, hefty architecture. And my style is really not that. Luckily, Craftsman can be sort of a blank canvas since it's a lot of straight lines. It's not overly ornate. So I can sort of impose my style on it. Unlike a Victorian that has a lot of ornate detailing and you really need to yield to that in some ways because it's overpowering. My style is mid-century modern. I love all things 60s. I still love bell bottoms. I'm wearing them right now. So when I was shopping, sometimes I was feeling unfocused. Do I buy things that look right for my house or do I buy things that fit my style? And you may not have more than one style word. I'm sure you've read my book, Jenna, but you know, you can only have one style word. And the style word I selected, the one I'm most interested in is mid-century. So when I'm shopping, I take out the craftsman, I take out the extra wood. I was at Ikea the other day and I had to buy a chair for my daughter, you know, one of those three-quarter chairs that puts you up kind of high at the table, but it's not a booster, whatever. There were two different kinds. One was a lot of wood, a little bit more traditional. The other was very retro-inspired plastic with the rounded back and I was torn. I was like, oh my gosh, do I do what looks good with the molding in my dining room or do I do what looks good with my artwork window treatments? And I can only have one style word, Jenna. 
So I stuck with the one that I have selected mid-century. So there you go. You must commit. You must choose one. And I hope that helps. So thanks so much for listening on your search for style. I hope you found some golden nuggets that will lead you to your personal style. And if you want to hear more, of course, you can check me out on Stitcher Radio or iTunes, Big Design, Small Budget. And if you have questions about your style or anything else design related, reach out to me, Betsy at AffordableInteriorDesign.com. Thank you so much for listening. A huge shout out to my wonderful producer, Catherine Heller, to Aton and Embassy, our house band, and to Affordable Interior Design, who sponsors this podcast and who is a great resource in terms of helping you find style and implementing it. Bye for now. Like